Declan and Lucia held hands as the luxury tour bus trundled and bounced along the narrow, winding Irish roads. Declan glanced around as she laid her head on his shoulder, still a little uncomfortable with this type of public display of affection. Beside him, lost in her own world, Lucia gazed out of the window. She was such a sweet girl, not at all the spoiled princess she could be given her background. He felt such a strong surge of love and sense of needing to protect her. Sitting here, the sun shining in the window of the bus as the green fields sped by beside them, he almost found it hard to believe that they were in danger. But they were, and to forget it, even for a second, would be a very grave mistake. The past 48 hours kept running around in his head. It was inconceivable to him how much his life had changed, and yet here he was, on a bus tour of Ireland, sitting beside Lucia, thousands of miles away from home and, well, everything. He wondered, did they look like a normal couple on vacation? He hoped so. This was difficult enough without anyone else on the tour asking awkward questions. It felt right, the two of them together, but in so many ways and for a myriad of reasons it was wrong. His head hurt from trying to analyse this whole situation. The tour guide and bus driver, Connor, was a highly entertaining guy and if he weren't so caught up in his own thoughts, Declan knew he'd enjoy the commentary. The atmosphere on the bus was jovial and everyone seemed to be having a good time. He laughed when they did, though he'd missed the joke, and even took pictures when told to, but the land of his ancestors was passing him by in a blur. As he'd told Lucia several times since they left the States, worrying solved nothing. So he tried to focus on the endless emerald fields and stony farms of the Irish countryside. His reflection in the glass showed the face of a man much older than he was just a few short months ago. His black hair was grey at the temples and his face had gotten thinner. At six foot two, he couldn't really afford to lose weight, but the stress of recent weeks meant he just couldn't eat. Despite his best efforts to blend in as a happy-go-lucky tourist, his piercing green eyes seemed to him to betray him. He thought he looked hunted. He wondered if people noticed. One or two of the ladies on the coach had been friendly, maybe a little too friendly for an initial meeting, but he was used to that. Lucia often teased him about the admiring glances he received from the ladies of the parish every Sunday, but he explained it was because they didn't see him as a man as such. That's why they confided in him and sought him out. She wasn't convinced, though, pointing out that old Father Orstello, who was in his eighties and had very bad rheumatoid arthritis, didn't get the same treatment. He smiled. All these feelings were so new, to have a woman love him as Lucia did, to find him attractive, for him to reciprocate. It was all so amazing, and under any other circumstances but these, it would be wonderful. If times were normal, and this were a normal vacation, it would have been just fantastic, though possibly they would book into a little hotel somewhere and explore on their own, but a bus tour was safer. 
Someone had confessed to him a few years ago that he was having an affair and that he had taken his mistress on a bus tour simply because there was no paper trail. You didn't need to rent a car or check into a hotel using your details. You just booked the tour and the tour company made all the reservations for you, so it was much more difficult to be caught out. At the time, Declan had been appalled at such duplicitous behaviour, but the information had proved useful. They'd had to get out immediately and with a minimum of fuss, and a bus tour was the first thing he thought of. Ironically, this one was called Irish Escape. That's precisely what he and Lucia needed, so he made the reservation in New York at 10pm and flew to Ireland at 7am the next morning. Thank goodness for lastminute.com.